the great station sponsor there at 94.7 The Pulse. Welcome back. It is 29, de- uh, 29 degrees. It's 11.29am in the morning here. It's nearly 35 degrees and we are very, very blessed. And I'm, I've just got one of my best mates on the phone, Tanya Rowan. Good morning, Tan. Hey, Brett. How are you going? Really good, thanks. And uh, it's a pretty special day because we've got uh, special guests there, not just you. Uh, we've got Matt and Penny as well. And yep. we're, we're going to talk about the Fall North project that you guys are involved in. Yeah, yep. That'll be good. Um, now, Matt's there. G'day, Matt. How are you, mate? I'm doing good. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you very much. Mate, thank you for... Uh, for well, thanks for coming on the show and thanks for all the stuff you do. Now, Matt... Tell us about the Full North Project and what it is. Well, I'll actually start with our mission statement. We offer developing countries sustainable and secure solutions while educating and empowering the people. So what we do as a 501c3, a nonprofit, we travel to underdeveloped countries all over the world, sometimes to villages that people don't want to visit, and we try to find sustainable solutions, uh, educational efforts um, all over the world. Uh, Just a question. Sustainable solutions for what? So one of the examples is uh, we like to start small businesses. So in the old days, you know, when you give as a nonprofit, we would be called in and they would say, hey, can you drop off some food? And dropping off food obviously is not a sustainable solution. So what you like to do is travel over there, uh, find the people in need, and uh, maybe teach them how to farm or teach them how to fish. Okay, yep. Uh, Or maybe start a small business for them. We had a young lady in the northern region of Uganda uh, that I personally, it was a project that was being worked on. And I had the chance to uh, help out with the sustainable solution of buying her a piece of farm equipment Um, and then taught her how to rent this farm equipment out to start a small business, making a wage of maybe three U.S. dollars a day. And that's plenty of money to uh, pay for an education in in a place like Uganda. Right. That's good. Mate, it sounds amazing. Um, And how long have you been doing this for, Matt? Uh, I actually have a background in documentary videos. So I've been shooting videos for documenting stories for, oh, probably 24 years. And then the last seven years, I've had a main focus on developing worlds, underdeveloped areas. So traveling around and, again, trying to find those solutions. So one thing that we do a little different uh, than most uh, nonprofits is we want to be real transparent on where the efforts are going toward, where the money is being spent. So when we have a sponsorship or a partnership, we want to record all of that on video and, of course, post it on social media or hand that video over to show the sponsors what we're doing with that funding. So it's very, very transparent, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, now, Tan, how did you and Matt – now, we've got Penny there as well. We'll have a chat to Penny because uh, she's going she's gonna to do all the uh, looking after the first aid stuff over there because Penn's a nurse. Right. Uh, but, Tan, how did you get involved with Matt? Uh, well, Matt's our family friend of ours, and last year he was over here for my niece's baptism. He's her godfather. So he was sitting with my daughter, telling her about these bracelets that they were um, selling to help send kids to school in Haiti. And so my daughter, she's um, very big on social justice, and she's been to Cambodia a couple of times, and just listening to them talk, and but you know, it was just the energy and the passion was amazing, and. She said, Mum, I think you should be involved in this. Like, I think we could help out here. And then my brother had also um, been saying for probably over 12 months, you know, I really would love to see you do something with Matt. And then Matt approached me and asked about developing a program for women and children. So we 
sat down and discussed different things and we come up with an empowerment and personal protection program. Uh, fantastic. Now, it's through uh, through the martial arts organisation, through the BJMA, which we're uh, proudly a part of. Um, and you've got a whole team going over this time. Yeah, well, first, um, so Penny, who's here with us, Penny's a good friend of mine, and I was telling her, we were talking one night, and she was saying how she'd like to go overseas and, you know, work for non- do some work with a non-profit. And I went, hey, actually, guess where I'm going to be going and what I'm going to do. So I asked her if she would like to be involved. So... I told her about the program that, you know, I was putting together. We got talking and we realised really quickly that this program, for us to do it justice and help these people, it needed more than just me for that side of it. So we spoke to Matt and said, you know, we believe we need some men involved um, to help with the boys. It can't just be girls. Yep. And we develop a team. We think we could we come up with something really good. I already had a team in mind that you know, I wanted to ask and I was just really, really fortunate that they were all happy to jump on board and all come over to deliver it because everyone has to pay their own way being a non-profit and um, it's a really big ask to one, give up your, your time and, you know, that yeah. intellectual property and um, then, oh, by the way, you got to you got to help you pay your own way. Pay your own way. So and it, where, where, is this, where is this occurring in this uh, next project? Well, it was originally to be in Haiti and yeah. then um, Matt was over there recently. Actually, you could probably explain this better. So Haiti, obviously, it's, it's a... It's an island. Uh, there's two countries on the island, Haiti and Dominican Republic, south of Miami, Florida. And uh, due to the political unrest, uh, we moved the program from one side of the island to the other just for safety and security for us personally. Um, unfortunately, um, sometimes uh, these countries fall into this political unrest, and it's not safe for us to travel in and out. So we're actually still working with the Haitians. Um, we're just working on another side of the island. Um, over across the border and flying into a, a completely different airport. So mm. every once in a while, I mean, that, that's what happens when you're working in some of these developing areas. Yeah. Uh, things change daily, uh, plans change daily, and we just have to stay on our toes and change with it. Yeah. So we'll be going to the Dominican Republic for this one. Uh, look, it's fantastic. Mm. And when do you guys head off? June or July, is it? Yeah, June. I think it's about the 40th or 15th of June. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. How, long, how long do you stay there for to do the project? Uh, we actually have two groups going over there, so I'll kind of briefly explain both groups. So Group A is going to be um, some empowerment programs, educational efforts. Uh, we have classrooms going on uh, throughout the week with Group A. We've got a dance empowerment program that we will be handling. And then once Group B comes in, that's mostly uh, the empowerment um, personal protection program uh, with the team from Australia coming over. So I'll be out there for two weeks, and we'll have two different groups there. And Penny will be involved in that. With she'll be doing a lot of health checks and health assessment stuff. Anyway, hey, g'day, Penny. We'll have a quick chat to Penny. How are you, Penny? Yeah, good, thank you. Um, now you're going over there. Now you're obviously a registered nurse, um, and being nursing, um, what made you decide to get involved? Apart from being Tan's mate. <laughs> well, I've been looking at doing something along these lines for quite some time. Um, looking at different programs that were around and, yeah, I don't know, I'm at a time in my life, I guess, where it's ready to give more than, than what I do here. Uh, that's fantastic. Um, so you'll be over there doing health checks and that. I, I, it's probably not going to be like doing health checks uh, here in, in Geelong or Camperdown or something. There's going to be a, a, quite a different um, variety of, of illnesses, sicknesses there that you're going to be dealing with. Yeah, yeah, and and look, it's more. Uh, I think um, Matt 
and I haven't had a chance to really go into it in depth, but it's going to be more about identifying people that are at risk, people that are showing signs of you know, ill health, and then making sure that they're linked in with someone longer term. Yep. Um, now, drugs and stuff, to, are you taking stuff over there, or how does that working? Like, you know, injections, or what, what's the go? No, even one of the examples would be our non-medical eye exams. So there's courses you can take to give something as simple as a non-medical eye exam. Okay. We don't have any fancy equipment going over there. Some of the villages don't even have electricity. Yep. Uh, so for the eye exams, uh, for example, we'll have a simple eye chart. And instead of having letters on it, because the language is different, yeah. they have different shapes of hands, and they kind of copy the hand, copy the hand movement. And it'll kind of gauge and tell us um, where they settle on a set of, even a set of reading glasses. So there's there's folks in these villages that have had long-term headaches or blurry vision, and they just consider themselves blind for the rest of their life. And wow. uh, we get a chance to go in and say, well, here's a set of eyeglasses, and we kind of tweak that in and, again, gauge it, and, and you put on a set of eyeglasses, and they say, wow, this is the first time I, I can see. So yeah. you, you take a, a, a range of uh, glass strengths along with you, do you? Yes, yes, we have okay. an entire kit. Yeah, yeah. It's about four people to run that operation. Uh, that is just, that is, and that will change lives, won't it, over there? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and I tell people this that travel with us, you know, we offer an opportunity for this travel, but it's also, uh, it's an experience. You know, I laugh about it, and it's, it's not a vacation, the people that travel with us, certainly not a vacation. And I always say it's kind of a all-inclusive one-star resort. No yeah. fucking water. I mean, it takes that special person that has a little bit of courage that says, okay, we want to live the way these people live. So that's another thing we offer is definitely that experience. But people approach us all the time. They want to travel with us. Some people have this on their bucket list, and they say, hey, I would like to give back. And they don't know how to do it. So we, we set up, uh, we connect all the dots and find the right protection for us, and we find the drivers and the, tra- and the translators, and then we align all of the volunteers with projects that fit in, into uh, their field. Uh, looks fantastic. Um, and, mate, I know the, the people that you're taking over, and uh, it's a fairly awesome team, can I just say. Um, uh, they are probably some of the best people that I've ever met in my lives that you're going over with. So, yeah, it's going to be an awesome trip, and, and you will change lives over there. And I suppose for, for Tan, for you and the, the guys, and Penny and the, the guys that are going over, uh, it's going to be something that you'll remember for the rest of your lives. Oh, absolutely. And um, one of the reasons that Matt is here is to meet the team. And um, he's had video conferences with it as we've yeah. organised and developed this program. But um, we, we've been joking that it's his national tour. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> it's about his fourth year yeah, yeah. Australia now. <laughs> yeah. but, um, you know, we're off to a chicken next week. So he's in Cobden and Camperdown. Yeah. He's talk today and he's got another one to do. So Cobden and Camperdown and then a chuka. And then um, we go back to Somerville and Frankston. He's got to go to Frankston High School there. Yep. And then we head to Brisbane, and um, where we hope he'll take part in a charity seminar that's being run. Yeah. Um, and then back to Sydney. Oh, he's been in Sydney for a week, so he's getting to meet everybody, um, which has been fantastic. Yeah. Uh, got, and if we can get Matt Ball to stay in the country for two weeks, he'll probably meet him before they go too. So. Uh... <laughs> um, like there's six of us going over. We also have a young guy as part of our team who's going to run basketball clinics. Oh, so, okay. you know, it's just another way to engage the kids and get yep. them working together, boys and girls. Um, so Matt gets to spend time with everybody on the team and, you know, explain to them what their role will be and they can, you know, discuss options. And, yep. um, yeah, it's going to be really cool. Now, it's, you, you know, 
it's a big thing. I have to ask these people to be part of it and, you know, it's my name involved with it that goes back to Matt. So I want to make sure these people, you know, are the right fit. And I've just been so lucky that, um, well, you know these guys. and they're, yeah. They're, yeah, they're pretty awesome people. Um, now, fundraising, you said you've got to raise all your own money to get over there. So it's probably not cheap to fly uh fly over there so how are you how are you ten how are you uh you and penny raising money um i'm gonna i'm paying my own way some everybody's doing it a little bit different some people are running seminars and workshops some people are doing different events uh we're having a trivia night yes when's that um it's a music trivia night so i'll tell you what i'm coming down Oh, really? I So what we will do is that the, the money raised on the door, like when you buy your ticket, yep. there will be a portion of that that goes directly to the Four North Project, and then we will have raffles and donations, um, a jar there, and anything that is raised that night will help to go to delivering um, the program that we're putting together, which just is, it's not, a, that's not to cover any of our flights, that will just um, yeah. go towards, it costs about $1,500 roughly for us to stay in um, the Dominican Republic because that covers translators. We will have our own security team, is that right? Yes. Um, and that's all our meals and stuff. So that's all really about delivering the program and the rest of it we cover ourselves. Yep. yep. So the music trivia night, when's that? That's the 5th of April. Yep. And down in uh, Camperdown, Cobden? Yeah, Camperdown at the Sting Laundry. So um, we've... In the dungeon? Yeah, the other dungeon at the Steam Laundry. Um, we're actually thinking already we may have to run another one. Yeah. So it hasn't even been a week and we've only got six tickets left out of the 60. So Pretty fun night, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't done one of these nights before. Everybody says that they're brilliant. So um, we may look at running another one of those again too before we go. Fantastic. We're also running, um, we're running some self-defence workshops, um, which is um, more a fundraiser for the Four North Project towards one of, um, one of the projects that we want to help. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, and is that just down down Cobden Camperdown area? You're running them? Um, I will run some down here, but I'm happy to travel to run some. So if anybody is after a self defence workshop, then we are happy to travel to run them. And I can highly recommend uh, Tanya doing self defence uh, workshops. Um, Thanks, so yeah, get along to that when you see her out. Now, if they want to get hold of you, Tan, how people how can people uh, do that? Yeah, so um, they can if they can find me on Facebook or email, which is Tanya Rowan at gmail dot com. Yep. Or you can give me a call zero four zero nine three five zero four two zero. Fantastic. Uh, what else have we got here? So the bracelets for sale. Now this is um is amazing. Um, yeah. They, I, I, yeah, they blow me away. I. I Tell us a bit about them. Matt, can you sort of explain how that all happens? Yeah, I saw the bracelet idea when I was in Africa, on the east side of Africa, years ago. And I, I was fascinated with the jewelry that the Kenyans made, uh, the folks from Ethiopia. But I didn't quite know the story behind it. So then, years after my Africa trips, I was in Haiti, and I saw the same type of bracelets. And I had asked what they were made out of. And, and um, when you look at them, Nobody ever really guesses what it, it almost feels like. You had one in your hands, kind of like a shell. It's a heart bead that the bracelets are made out of, but they're actually made out of cereal boxes. It's cardboard. So we had this idea. Um, we had some young ladies that were making the bracelets, and the idea was they were just selling them on the streets. I said, what if we tied it into a student-to-student global project, a service project? So I traveled around Michigan and the U.S., and I started to share the story about the bracelets, asking 
kind of a elementary school level, a young level, to donate their cereal boxes. We'll ship them to Haiti. Yep. Uh, the ladies will make the bracelets, so we're creating jobs. Uh, we're part of a team that went from eight jobs created up to 200. There's a couple more nonprofits involved in this, and this all happened within three months. They've always done a wonderful job making the bracelets, and we just jumped on board for the cardboard part of it. Yep. Um, so we've created help create jobs, sustainable income. Um, and then what we do with the bracelets, the funding is we bring the bracelets back to either Australia or the U.S. And then the, the, the students have a chance to sell the bracelets or we sell them online. So every bracelet that's sold, we take a, a portion of that and we spend it back to educational efforts. So we'll pay for tuition. Uh, we'll pay for lunches, um, you know, maybe a new uniform for the students. So, again, it goes back to educational efforts, and it's, it's been unbelievable. Uh, we've had a great team working on it, extremely pleased and, and proud of it. And uh, we're doing pretty good over here in Australia selling the bracelets, I believe. Uh, yes, yeah, I think you guys have broken all records with it. So <laughs> I keep shipping boxes over here, and I brought some on the flight. So, And I'll, and I'll just throw out a little information. If somebody was interested in the, the bracelet initiative, there's a couple ways we can handle it. You know, we could go into the schools and give a presentation like I did today. Yep. People can go online and support it. Um, it's fournorth.org, the number four, the word north.org slash bracelet. And you'll see the entire story on there. And it's really, it's a beautiful story. Yeah. Mate, uh, I'll have a chat to the boss here and uh, we might try and get a box uh, up here in the foyer for uh, for people to buy because I have seen them. I haven't had a chance to buy one yet, but if we get a box up here, I'll definitely buy uh, one mm. or two. So And Russ is going, yeah, same, same. So. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, they make a great gift too because they come with the story. They're not just the bracelet. I reckon it'd be uh, easy to sell box after box after box of these things. Yeah. Be no well, problem at all. I think we ordered, um, well, when the mat was, I actually ordered one online. I was still online for a start when, when after Matt had told us about them and he rang me and he's like, the shipping to send you through is crazy. I went, well, it's okay. Maybe you send me 30 or 40. Right. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about it, weren't we, Matt? Yeah. Yeah. So he said 30 and we sold those just like within a week. Yeah. No. Yeah, we, we've got a couple of guys in the studio next door to us and they're indicating through the window here that they'd buy a couple of boxes each themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is fantastic. And look, it's a great project. If you guys can hang on the line, we're going to go to a song and uh, we'll have a chat off air. And um, But look, it's uh, 4north.org is the website. Go there. If you want any more info, give us a ring here at 94.7 The Pulse on 5222-5947. We'll put you in touch with, uh, with Tanya or Penny or uh, Matt. If you want to hear these guys speak, if you want to get Matt, on board hearing how long are you in town for Matt or up in, in Victoria for? Uh, uh well we're here in, in town for now until um, sorry, yeah, Monday and then Tuesday we head to Achuka for a few days. There's a there's a team in Achuka that have been helping develop the program and yep. going to their they're, they're the martial arts school. Yep. Uh, you know Matt Wickham. So Would... um he'll be there for a couple of days and then he's off to well, yeah. Frankston and then so you'll be around. Uh, if people want to get hold of you, they can certainly grab you on the phone and uh, and have a chat as we've done today. Uh, yeah. It is a fantastic project. I've been watching it from uh, from afar uh, since it all happened. It's it's just getting bigger and bigger, and it's um, the music trivia night. Get down there. There'll be uh, some some great raffle prizes, I'm sure. Um, and look, have a safe trip over there. I know we'll speak again, but. Uh, have a safe trip over there, and 
Yeah, it's just fantastic work that you do, Matt. And um, you just quickly, mate, the sparring, uh, was it last night? How'd that go? Did you get your head punched <laughs> in or what? I thought we weren't going to bring this up. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of fun last night. Obviously, totally out of my, out of my element to step in a ring like that. Um, I had a lot of fun, though. It was a great experience. Uh, you were... it, was about, it was all about empowerment. All about power, yeah. right, you and I, it's nothing like, we think it's, everybody has stepped inside. Oh, geez, you know? sorry about that. Yes. And, you know, we, when someone says, I've never been in a boxing ring, you kind of go, what? What? Get see some gloves. Go for it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Cause... And, you know, we actually involved one of your other friends, Brett, Simmy. Oh, look. Um, of course, you know, the fear on his face was just something yeah, I've never seen before. <laughs> she's a good fighter, that one. Don't worry about that. So, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, no, nah, mate, look, it's fantastic. Um, have a have a great time in Australia, Matt, as I'm sure you will. Uh, you, you hang around some pretty awesome people. So, uh, mate, just, just keep up the great work. Um, we're going to go to a song. Hang there on the line. We'll uh, have a chat off air. Um, but for north.org, get on board. We're going to get some bracelets here at 94.7 The Pulse to help out. So I've just dobbed us in, Leo, because he'll be listening out there somewhere. Uh, and um, keep up the great work. Thanks, Brett. Yep, thanks for the opportunity. Thank so you. Yeah, we're going to go to a song now, and I think it's pretty appropriate. Uh, the magnificent uh, Miss Aretha Franklin, and you make me feel like a natural woman. 94.7 <laughs> The Pulse. Wonderful.
Apollo Bay Bakery is a family-owned business open seven days a week with a 